time for the June 16th, 2017 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Claudia Shamba. In for Mike. In for Mike. Yeah, Mike's in Colorado, as I said, or he's walking around the parking lot. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not here. He's going to get closer. Yeah, yeah. And once again, Megan Kelly's soulmate, Mahler, the fake news dog. Mahler? Mahler. Where'd he go? For God's sakes. Mahler! Mahler? Mahler? Yeah, there he is. It's under the table. Well, if you didn't say Megan Kelly, he'd be right out. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up, London burning... White phosphorus, suing Trump, Julius Caesar, and more. But first, do you you like to doodle? You like to doodle at all? I'm not a doodler. I you write notes down, but not. No, I don't doodle. But, you don't like, but that's a good thing, though, people doodling. Uh, illustrate those notes. You know, you make a T and then, like, yeah, turn it into a snake or something. No, that's other yeah. creative people. Uh, Is that, are you going to tell us we should be doing it? According to new s- studies, your brain's reward pathways become active during art making activities like doodling. How about poetry? Poetry oh, but, is good. Yeah. Okay. I assume it's good. Lines. Re- but the researchers use unctional, not functional, but unctional near-infrared spectroscopy technology to measure blood flow in the reward part of your brain. And when you work on art projects, you got more going on up there. The study suggests there is an inherent pleasure in doing art independent of whether you're good at it or not. Okay. You can just, that's why you shouldn't really... Get on anybody's case because they're making bad art, you know, unless they're like Julius Schnabel or something like that. I don't know. Is it Schnabel that I don't like? I don't know who I don't like. Who's the guy that makes the balloon dogs? De Coons. De Coons, that's it. Schnabel's all right. De Coons an idiot. But he knows how to talk about it. Oh, does he? Yeah. I heard that. You ever read The Painted Word by Tom Wolfe? No, I I'm. That's I a shall. fun little read. It's a short little read, and it kind of, I don't really like Tom Wolfe, but I like that book. Really? I like him. Five men now possess as much wealth as half of the world's population combined. Oh. That's right, Mahler. That's right. We're a little upset about that. Five men. Come on. Their names? Bill Gates. You know him. Yep. Spanish businessman Amancio Ortega. Is that the Univision guy? Uh, that guy's coming up. Okay. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. And he's talking about giving away his money now to philanthropy. And he bought Whole, whole Foods. Yeah, buy Whole Foods. American investor Warren Buffett, or okay. Buffet as we like to say. Yeah. And uh, Mexican communications tycoon Carlos Slim, who sounds more like a cigarette than a person. Yeah. yeah. They're worth $400 billion between them. And Slim is a major shareholder in the New York Times, so don't make disparaging remarks about his cigarette habit, while uh, Bezos owns the Washington Post. Yep. But what are you going to do when you have a lot of money? He doesn't own KUCI, though. No. Nope. And, and Nobody why, owns it. That's why you should give uh, to KUCI. Just go to KUCI.org. And there is a little uh, link there. The little button will take your money. That's right. We'll be so happy. Yeah. You'll be supporting a great station, wonderful students, and old-timers like us. Yep. Didn't mean to call you an old-timer, Claudia. Oh, I'm in the club. All right. In London, a massive fire at a 24-story apartment killed at least 30. 
there's missing people there. Number keeps going up. Took hundreds of firefighters 24 hours to put out the fire. The cause is still unknown. A number of safety warnings warnings about the dangerous living conditions were unheeded. Yeah, unheeded, and they only had one fire escape for a 24-story building. I mean, I'm sure that had a lot to do with some of the deaths. So I want to say that is a public service pointer to when people start to talk about public-private partnerships, go to that apartment building and folks see how they don't hold up. That is private management, and look what happened with the kind of maintenance and security lacking there. So when we hear 45 talk about a public-private partnership is going to save the day for American systems and infrastructure. Yeah. Hold on to your wallet and your checkbook. Uh-huh. Okay, that's it. That's it? That's your sermon on that one? Yep. Uh, in Russia, protesters flooded the streets in more than 100 cities in the latest mass demonstration against government corruption. More than 1,000 protesters were arrested. The protests were organized by anti-corruption activist Alexei Navalny. He's a guy. He really knows how to put a speech together, get people fired up. Yeah. So what do you think about him? Well, he, I know he's a nationalist. He's got yeah. he's got a, lots of uh, interesting aspects to him. To we sh- the the more we know about everybody, the better. Yeah. But, but um, and he's he got underneath the radar. He yeah. got underneath. Yeah, and he's given Putin all sorts of problems. A lot of them. Yeah, and he's uh, and wait, he was and Putin was fed some interesting questions that he didn't have total control over yeah. in his big talk to was it yesterday or the day before i'm not sure so so there's uh, some cracks cracks in the putin wall yeah but it's a heck of a wall mm. in egypt is that Mahler or is that was that nathan or Mahler? Mm. Uh, i don't know <laughs> hey Mahler, was that you huh yeah nice. all right yeah, shut up <laughs> now you got him going yeah in egypt the government blocked access to at least 48 news sites during a crackdown against journalists and human rights activists. The news sites include Al Jazeera and Huffington Post's Arabic website. Arabic website. American college student Otto Warmbier. And you never want your beer warm, let me tell you. Well, well this is not, that's not is, funny at all. has lost all. That's not funny, yeah. He returned to the U.S. in a coma from uh, North Korea. He was there for 17 months, like say detained. I don't know what that means. He was locked up. He was initially sentenced to 15 years of labor for trying to steal a propaganda sign in a hotel. A nice souvenir. He was souvenir heisting. Who hasn't done that? I know, but watch where you do it, folks. (sighs) He's been in a coma for over a year. (sighs) North Korea says Otto got botulism and slipped into a coma after taking a sleeping pill, but Otto's family says their son was brutalized and terrorized. I go with option B on that one. And the forensic physicians have no clue. They still can't figure it out. Really? Yeah. Well, they have those, remember, uh, they use those crazy drugs on their leader not too long ago, about a year ago. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's what, because there's some sort of cardiac arrest kinds of induced symptoms, yeah. but they can't figure it out. Who knows what they did. Wow. Russia's military said today that it was looking into whether an airstrike in Syria had killed one of the world's most wanted terrorists. That would be Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, who is the caliph of the Islamic State. He's self-declared caliph. Right. I'm the caliph of KUCI, but what's that getting me? Well, the strike, some, <laughs> some kind of respect. I hope it doesn't get me what, nope, what uh, nope. Abu Bakr gets. The strike on May 28th, that's the airstrike, hit a meeting of the militant group's leaders outside Raqqa, the group's de facto 
capital. Yeah. That's right, Mom. It's sad. Kind of. News from Bommy Countries is brought to you by the Military Industrial Complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's a ticket out of the ghetto. I guess it is. Yeah. Into a different ghetto. Yeah. U.S.-led coalition airstrikes continue in Iraq. The ongoing battle to retake the city of Mosul from ISIS has killed dozens of civilians. South of Baghdad, 21 more people were killed in a suicide attack on a market. So we got, we're killing them, and they're killing them. And you're stuck in the middle. I don't like the way those things work. No. We'd be much more upset about those kind of things if they were happening in Irvine, I think. Or any Western European country or something. Yeah, exactly. The U.S. agreed to sell $12 billion worth of U.S.-manufactured F-15 fighter jets to Qatar. Qatar has turned into quite a story. Yeah. It's facing the Persian Gulf isolation from terrorist-backing countries like Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, and Egypt because they say Qatar backs terrorists. That's all you have to do is say they're a terrorist, and, well, I guess you've scored points. Just last week, fake President Donald Trump scolded Qatar for sponsoring terrorism at the highest levels. Without checking Tillerson out first. Yeah, and then he gave them $12 billion worth of fighter jets. Yep. How does this make any sense? Well, it's it's a transaction. Next. (laughs) Uh, Trump gave the Pentagon new power to decide the number of U.S. troops in Afghanistan, meaning thousands more U.S. soldiers could be deployed. There are currently 8,400 U.S. troops in Afghanistan, which, by the way, is the longest war in U.S. Ever. history. Ever, ever? Well, you and got it, the 100 it, years it, war. No, not, no in, in the U.S. history. Yeah. And yeah. see, how many times did it come up in, during the presidential debate last year? None. Okay. So I don't even think uh, the press asked about it. They, nope. No one inquired about it. War? What war? War. What's it good for? Absolutely Nothing. That's right. Mom. Sales. Back to transactions. Okay. In Somalia, up to 19 people were killed in an al-Shabaab attack on a popular restaurant in the capital Mogadishu. In Syria, U.S.-backed troops fighting ISIS in Raqqa were accused of deploying munitions loaded with white phosphorus. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, that's it's an incendiary weapon that can burn your flesh down to the bone, and it's against international law. And and it re and you can have burns yeah. happen hours later. Exactly, it you just can keeps it, you, going. Your wound can be kind of healed, and then it can burn. reignite and cause organ failure and or death. The apparent use of white phosphorus came the same night as a U.S.-backed coalition airstrike reportedly hit an internet cafe in Raqqa, killing as many as 14 civilians. Count that. The death toll from an escalating cholera attack in Yemen is over 900. More than a quarter of the victims were children, and that's the U.S.-backed Saudi-led coalition bombing campaign, campaign and naval blockade has pretty much wiped out all their water, sanitation, and health infrastructure. They only have... They have only half of the hospitals they used to have to try to manage this epidemic. The U.S. Senate voted 53 to 47 to approve the sale of $500 million in precision-guided munitions to Saudi Arabia. Back to Yemen. Back, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's, a lot of senators voted against the deal. 
And what do you of, mean by a lot, though? Well, break that down. It was uh, okay. The Saudi war in Yemen, by the way, has killed more than ten thousand people, and including attacks on civilians that probably are war crimes. Forty-seven senators, including Paul Rand, voted to block the, uh, the subs- sale. A, a bunch, a substantial portion of this uh, deal. Uh, that the president had promised to the Saudis when he went over there and kissed their behinds. Unfortunately, 53 senators, including five Democrats, including five Democrats, sided with Trump. They're not from California. They all appear to be in... Uh, what was it? The, the usual Heitkamp mansion and all those? Yeah, Southern, yeah. Or no, the North Dakota and West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, the Pentagon confirmed that U.S. Special Operation troops are supporting the Philippines' military, fighting militants in Marawi City. Uh, The U.S. has 500 troops in the Philippines, although they are reportedly not in direct fighting. They're just blowing people up by proxy. So this is what happens when you have a thug leader who is their eye is on one ball, and this is the other ball they should have had their eye on. I wonder what thug leader you're talking about, Duterte or Duterte. So our thug leader. What's the shoe dropping while his mind is on trying to relitigate last uh, summer? I don't know. We're in for some amazing. We're like a, a you know, a whole closet full of shoes dropping. <laughs> the whole collection. A whole collection, in the, under this administration. That's funny. You bring up shoes, talking oh. about the Philippines and all. What's you know, so funny? Well, just this isn't gonna be. Imelda. What is? What's Amelda? I was thinking of Amelda. That's right. Yeah, I just couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah, Amelda doesn't like Amelda. Amelda Marcos. Yeah, that's right, Amelda Marcos. Yeah. And now, Mahler, as you know, that's right. It's Ooh. time for drones in the news. Yeah. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Richard. The U.S. military carried out a drone strike in southern Somalia against the militant group al-Shabaab. It's the first known strike of its kind since Trump relaxed the rules governing U.S. military operations there. Pentagon says the strike killed at least eight militants. Okay, so that's an interesting way. How do they know? Well, they guess. And then we'll find out later it was a family at a wedding. A new report says that the U.S. is still lagging in providing a full accounting of its drone program. Among other failures, the report says the U.S. has only acknowledged about 20% of its drone strikes. So we must be talking more like about 15,000 strikes. Fly the friendly skies, the (sighs) thick skies. And the drone program is intensifying. A North Korean drone photographed a new U.S. missile defense system in South Korea before crashing near the demilitarized zone. It looked more like like a hand glider to me, but anyway. Like like big insects. You, yeah, to and, me. Well, speaking of insects, yeah. researchers genet- genetically modified a dragonfly to make the nerve endings in its spinal cord light sensitive. Wow, how would that work? They could do that to us pretty soon. And so the that's... researchers then attach a backpack powered by a tiny solar panel that can control remotely what the uh, dragonfly is doing with flashes of light. They figured this out. I don't know how it works. If I did. I'd own me a dragonfly drone. Not really. It's kind yeah. of... But what, uh, that sounds like it has some sort of specific application yeah. here. Well, you can send the insect anywhere you want. Some surveilling. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Cyborg insects can be used as the next generation of surveillance equipment. So when you're out at your picnic and you see a dragonfly, 
Standing yep. Rock. I hope if, when we get to Standing Rock, think of this bug, folks. Think of the bugs. They it's have too been cold surveilled. for mosquitoes yeah. and dragonflies there. Oh, my goodness. Once again, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. That's right. That's right. Come on, Mahler. What do you got? Give me something here. What? Do you- oh. <laughs> ah, good boy. Good boy. When he thinks of bugs, he thinks his toy. First is tragedy, then is Trump. That's what I call this segment here. It's brought to you by Trump Winery, where they sell everything before it's time. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Trump is now under investigation for possible obstruction of justice. We've got to have somebody tasting Mueller's meals. Yeah. <laughs> Special counsel Robert Mueller investigating that uh, he's looking into whether Trump and his gang committed any financial crimes, including money laundering to hide payoffs to hide payoffs from Russia. That's what they're doing over there, at least what they're looking into. Trump slammed the investigation. He's been tweeting. That's his way of responding oh. to things. He said a bunch of stuff. But one thing he said was, they made up a phony collusion with the Russian story. Found zero proof, so now they go for the obstruction of justice on the phony story. Nice. That's what he said. You know, you ever notice how he never brings any facts to the table? Well, not, uh, and he doesn't bring verbs to his speech. <laughs> yeah, two members of the Trump administration and the Republican National Committee have been attacking Mueller, trying to discredit him. Christopher Ruddy, the chief executive of the right-leaning, right-wing media outlet Newsmax, who is a close associate of Trump, said Trump may have been considering firing Mueller. Yeah, plant there, yeah. Uh, in response, White House Press Secretary Melissa McCarthy did not deny the claims. Later, it was said that Trump's cabinet talked him out of, of the firing. They kind of talked him down from it, even though he was very upset. Poor man. He's just so upset that everything isn't going his way. Vice President Mike Pence hired a private lawyer to handle the Russian probe for on his behalf. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> Because I guess his, uh, what, his Justice Department isn't good enough? His deniability isn't deep enough. Trump wondered why Hillary wasn't being investigated for her Russian connections. I wasn't aware she had a whole lot of Russian connections. His whole administration has more Russian connections. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Senate voted 97 to 2 to approve a new round of sanctions against Russia without screwing, over screwing over our elections, what they were doing. So sanctions now. So I don't know why they didn't go to a microphone bank with that one, though. I, they could have been really leaderly and made made a big point with that. But I, I don't know that microphone bank, did. you mean announce the, it in yeah, a yeah, press conference? Yeah. Yeah. So a big splash. Well, uh, they're kind of embarrassed, I would think. The well, Democrats what, should do it, though. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. 97 to that, 2. That's kind of phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't want to. Yeah. I mean, isn't it an admission of guilt? We're, we're, you're, you're getting deserted here, Mr. Trump. On one hand, you're saying it's a phony story. On the other hand, 97 of uh, 100 say you're wrong. It's kind of like global warming, I guess. Well, if it were global warming, then it wouldn't get 97. Too. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah, not but close enough. It's huge, it's, though. It's, it's, it's a 90, high 90s oh, that percentage. Kind of, yeah, the percentage of people. Actually, that's even 99.02 or something. Yeah, yeah. I knew you were 
talking about 2% there, Claudia. I have to be precise? They'd have to have 99 no, senators? No, no, no. I was thinking of some <laughs> other. Um, yeah. The, the, the orthodoxy of the GOP and climate change. Yeah. It's a different number in oh, yeah, terms yeah. of tallies in the I Congress. Was just, I was just showing yeah. that Trump will, will say things that are, are he'll, he'll make up stories counter to the truth. Duh. Trump slammed a Republican House attempt to repeal the Affordable Care Act as mean. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, he's really talking out of more than two corners of the mouth. Yeah. And Senate Republicans had prayed he would keep his mouth shut, is what they had done. They didn't want him to jump into this. Nope. But he didn't keep his mouth shut. At a White House lunch with more than a dozen Republican senators, All Trump right. alerted his guests that a bill passed by the House in the spring, the one he went on the White House, it you know, the Rose the Garden, mm -hmm. and called it a great plan. It was a great plan. Now it's mean. So I can only figure that it was a great plan that was mean. It was a mean, great plan. Oh, well. The man is not consistent. Well, that just says who, who talked to him last has that power again to, for his next move. Yeah, I wonder about that. I think he talks to himself last, and he's unstable. Increasingly. It, yeah. He said that he expected the Senate to come up with something more generous. And I'm wondering if it's a good cop, bad cop thing. That Trump is Palace going to intrigue. Yeah, he's now going to save us from the bad Senate. Let them go off and make something that he disagrees with a little bit. But so they are. We this we have to use weekly signals to make it very clear the Senate is moving fast and hard on the Trump Care legislation. Yeah. With about a t I'm, there was a there was a comparison of hours given to the Affordable Care Act versus hours of testimony and disclosure and discussion everything zero on the tr the trump care category zero well, public no hearings. hearings all that it's only there's going to be about two days of floor debate that's it wasn't there like a the month democrats of floor haven't debate? even seen this legislation yeah. yet there's a whole party it went on for a year and a half before the affordable care act republicans were working on this had full access to it for a year and a half they debated it for a month this one no debate, but no, there'll yeah. be two days of debate, no hearings whatsoever, and it's it's going to it's going to happen. I but yeah. the vote is kind of unclear still, because the, the uh, Murkowski's going to vote against it, Collins pro and vote vote <laughs> against it, but so now it's down to the Heller Flake crowd that are yeah. sort of toggling. Their states stand to lose a lot. So back to that. I don't think you want to spend that much time on it. But it's moving fast. What's well, very and important. It's, it needs, it needs, everybody needs to know what's happening yeah. now. Yeah. Trump pulled together his full cabinet to praise him. Oh, my gosh. Vice President Mike Pence said serving Trump has been the greatest privilege of his life, even greater than serving the Lord Jesus. That's what he said. No, he didn't say that. He didn't really say, but you gotta wonder, you know, don't those people? Yeah, I'm on. You know, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been in civil service, but I've been in meetings with, you know, your division director and your bureau chief. I've been around yeah. those tables, and nothing. I mean, if any of that even started in any of those meetings, it would have, it would have ended in into the thirty fifth second. But yeah. this went on and yeah. on and on. Now, the you know the biggest tragedy, though, Nathan? What's that? There's no Saturday Night Live in session right now. They're, they're playing repeats, so they can't do that skit uh, at, on Saturday. That's well, the you're not thing. watching the other late night stuff. There's plenty of people going on about it. It's, and it doesn't matter. But the matter. skit. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. the skit would have been fun. Oh, the skit gosh. Been fun. 
because they're getting I, so good me, at mimicking everybody. Skit. It is the skit. That you was the SNL skit. Yeah. Curve, that you, you make the best. All point. you could do is just replay that and get a good laugh. Yeah. If people are Betsy DeVos as herself. Trump has been sued at least 135 times in federal court since his inauguration. This oh, week, busy not, guy. not only did the Washington, the state of Washington, not, what am I saying? Watch not out, only that's did my DC, state. Yeah. The District of Columbia yeah, and the state of Maryland jointly file a lawsuit against Trump charging that he violated the emoluments clause of the Constitution, but it was also announced that 196 Democratic members of Congress plan to do so as well, the attorney's general suit centers on the uh, Trump International Hotel in D.C. Representatives in Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and Kuwait have all stayed at the hotel since Trump's inauguration. The 196 Democratic lawmakers say Trump accepted funds from foreign governments through his businesses without congressional consent in violation of the Constitution. And he's got more lawsuits going. He says he has over 3,000. I think he has about 3,500 during his career. So this is not surprising at all. This, for what it's worth, at this time, I think Obama had 20 lawsuits against him. Wow, there's and a difference. And George Bush the first or second, I mean, had like five. So we have 135 uh, lawsuits against Trump since his inauguration. Trump is expected to announce plans today to roll back some of our new diplomatic and commercial relations with Cuba which was brokered by Obama. The changes may include curbing travel between the U.S. and Cuba, reinstating restrictions on Americans visiting Cuba, and forbidding bringing back cigars and rum. Mm. I don't know why. Well, you know, why, why does this guy always want to go backward? I don't really understand. He's, he's, There's a he's check coming. Disassembling. I guess, I guess that's what it is. There's a check coming, but he's... You would think you'd be forward-thinking enough to take advantage of the restrictions being loosened. Well, think about pre-Castro Cuba. That's kind of like a Trump hotel and a, and yeah. a golf course. Yeah. That's but the, still, it's but the, you, you the can, optics. You could get there by lifting these restrictions. That's, well, and, right. And instead of wanting it, I think it's impatience more than anything. I think, you know, in another 10 or 15 years, we'd have hotels on the coast again. There might even be gambling and Desi Arnaz down there. I don't know. But this way, it's just going to do nothing but drive maybe the Soviets or China into that island if they uh, decide to roll back on the, on the uh, easing of restrictions. Attorney General Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III denied colluding with Russia ahead of the 2016 election during testimony before the Senate Intelligence Committee. That was a big show this week. That was amazing. Yeah, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III, or we like to call him uh, Jeff Bo, spent much of the hearing refusing to answer questions about Trump's firing of FBI Director James Comey and whether Trump had expressed concern to uh, Jeff Bo about the Attorney General's decision to recuse himself from the Russian investigation. Now, this whole story is crazy because he fires Comey. Trump says that he, he fired Comey because of a Russian right. connections or, or Russia, the whole Russia probe. And then uh, they ask uh, Sessions, who sent the letter to Trump, uh, what, what was that all about? And Sessions says, oh, no, I was, I, my letter was all about Hillary's emails and Comey's hi uh, handling of that. He couldn't backpedal anything fast enough. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> 
No. Ah, yeah. All the emotions, though. I mean, the, yeah. talk about stature gone, and yeah. not to mention the 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 institution of the attorney general eroded. It's an embarrassment. It's like having me for attorney general. During, <laughs> during the testimony, California Senator Kamala Harris was interrupted by Senator John McCain, who's apparently um, kind of losing it. Kane of Arizona, uh, she was questioning Jeff Bo, and yep. McCain uh, just kind of interrupted out of nowhere. Her question was so good. She yeah. wanted to it, see, say, what are the rules in your agency? Exactly. Are they written down or spoken, or what are they? And, and an attorney ought to be able to, yeah. to understand the import of the question and answer the question. It was right question. on point. He said it wasn't executive privilege. He had been said, you got three places you can go with this. You can either answer, say, I'm answering later, or, or not or, or not answer, but you don't have executive privilege. Nope. And he said, well, I got this, uh, there's this policy. Yeah, and we, she went right after that. Yeah. It, was, it was golden, but some, oh, excuse me, I shouldn't use the word golden. Why not? All the associations now. Oh, I see. The golden showers, uh, the golden bathtub. The golden the, draperies yeah. in the Oval Office. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Harris was also interrupted by McCain last week as she questioned Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who who uh, Trump's upset at this morning. Oh, this morning? Okay. Yeah. I missed that one. Uber CEO Travis Kalanick. Kalanick. Kalanick is taking an indefinite leave of absence amid a scandal over sexual harassment. Billionaire David Bonderman also resigned from Uber's board after making, uh, after saying that women talk too much, essentially. He had a board meeting and he said, thank God there aren't a lot of women here because we'd be here all day. <sighs> so that's a phenomenon. I, you know, Why I you felt do... my, my, my blood pressure lowered. My satisfaction quotient went up. Really? When I dumped my Uber app yesterday. Really? Oh, you dumped Uber? Yep. All right. Good for you. Are you going on like another I read one? An, I read an insightful article that just pushed me over to, and then I'll just, yeah, I'll pull a, up a different app. But it's yeah. a, it's actually a pretty good idea, folks. Let's, because Uber has so much in terms of the data mining, data collection here yeah. about all of us. And if we have any concerns about the way this very privately held company is conducting itself, do we want them to have all that kind of data to to call shots that we haven't imagined yet? Because yeah. they're imagining ahead of us. Yeah. You vote with your money. Yep. Yeah. That's right, Mahler. Jump into this van with me. New York State Attorney General Eric Schneiderman says he's investigating Eric Trump and his foundation following a Forbes investigation that revealed Trump's son, Eric, took $100,000 of donations that were supposed to go to children with cancer and instead funneled the money for, to the for-profit Trump organization to buy Russian hookers. I'm just adding that on. But we don't know what they well, did with it. No. They well, might have been just, buying Russian it's hookers. It's the assets they're draining that they don't have. I beg your pardon. They need, they need more assets. Uh, Democratic Congressman Mike Quigley of Illinois, co-founder and co-chair of the Congressional Transparency Caucus, introduced the Communications <laughs> Over Various Feeds Electronically for Engagement, or... Kafife Act. You remember when Trump kind of had a stroke on his Twitter account and yeah, whatever he, he wrote Kafefe. The bill amends the Presidential Records Act, this is serious, to include social media as documentary material. In other words, it will be included in the presidential record, his tweets, which it should be. He's affecting people's uh, actions. Yeah. The White House yeah. announced the coming nomination of Democrat 
Jessica Rosenwarsel to return to the Federal Communications Commission. This is actually not such a bad deal. Her term lapsed at the end of last year because of political maneuvering. Rosenworcel, a supporter of net neutrality, is not expected to slow down efforts by uh, Ajit, Ajit Pai. Yeah, Ajit Pai, the chair. He wants to kill net can't, neutrality. He can't do it fast enough. Yeah. Oh, he's just got that gleam of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, folks, uh, this one's not one. This is one not to ignore either. Yeah, exactly. Public knowledge is one to help you track it. Yeah. Follow them. House Majority Whip Steve Scalise of Louisiana remains in critical condition after he and four other people were wounded when a gunman opened fire at a baseball field in Alexandria, Virginia. They were practicing for a charity baseball game when uh, all this happened. He was shot in the hip. The gunman was shot dead. He has a history of domestic violence, the gunman did, and also made violence threats online. He once volunteered for Bernie Sanders' campaign and received a license to have a gun earlier this year, despite being arrested in 2006 so. for domestic battery and discharge of a firearm. This well, is kind of a weighty story to tackle. Yeah. I don't think it makes any difference. I don't think these people, uh, you know, why is it that Steve Scalise gets shot in the hip? No one's died yet. Well, but and everybody's focused serious. on it. But it's that, serious yes, as right. for the tenor of the country, but why? Right. Why is it serious as the tenor of the country? No, We're no, killing... I mean, the injury was serious, but no, yeah. I, I understand. Go back. There are back thousands to... of deaths going on all over the world because of decisions made by the asshats in Congress that pass bills that allow terrorist countries like Saudi Arabia to blow up innocents all over the world. that don't pass bills that deal with gun violence prevention. And you wonder why these things happen? Yeah, and to to characterize it as left-wing or anything like that, or right-wing, it's just somebody with a problem who the violence of poverty or the violence of of just uh, seeing the poverty around you has gotten to the point where they take a gun in their hands and they want to do something to alleviate that violence. Unfortunately, they're not using their brains, realizing the lesson of Julius Caesar. Well, you know, Cong- we'll get to that. Congressman Sanford from South Carolina actually stepped in and he spoke about that yesterday, that that, that Trump has a, a, a share of responsibility Good. in that outburst. Well, yeah, yeah so does Roger Ailes. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, incited anybody who's inciting, like, you know, maybe poor like I conduct. am. But yeah, they're inciting very poor conduct. Yeah. A worker so opened fire at a UPS facility in San Francisco, but we don't hear about that, even though it killed three people. Uh, he shot himself in the head with an assault pistol after police arrived. And he had fired a, a grievance in March over excessive overtime right. work at UPS. Connection. In Michigan, five state and local officials were charged with involuntary manslaughter over the deaths that resulted from the poisoning of the Flint water system. The highest-ranking official to face the felony charge, which carries up to 15 years in prison, is Nick Lyon, director of Michigan's Department of Health and Human Services. He was also charged with misconduct in office for trying to cover up the water poisoning, cover it up, rather than warn Flint about anything, Legionnaire's disease, anything about the water. Mitch Snyder, the governor in Michigan, said he supports Lyon and Wells and will not suspend them. And even this this is happening as Flint residents are calling for criminal charges to begin uh, to be brought against uh, Governor Snyder himself. Well, when we're talking about, again, counting how many people were injured or, or killed, but the if, if 
These lives in Flint matter, but I'm having um, a, a difficulty pulling up just how many how many deaths were related, and of yeah. course, lots of people maimed that are going to they were going to succumb to some of the to mm-hmm. this exposure to the lead in those pipes. But yeah. anyway, so let's dig up the let's find out more about those people. Yeah, the number of. The Standing Rock Sioux Tribe won a major legal victory in federal court, which may have the power to force the shutdown of the $3.8 billion Dakota Access Pipeline. Trump had fast-tracked this whole pipeline, didn't do the environmental reports. He closed his eyes and made it happen. I was so amazing. A slew of new lawsuits against Wells Fargo uh, accused them of changing the terms of people's mortgages without their consent. They actually added decades to the amount of time that you would pay off a mortgage so they would collect more money without telling you. <sighs> Puerto Rico held a referendum on its statehood. Uh, only 23% of the population showed up. 97% said they wanted to become a state. What but, was that about, though? Yeah, it was just a, a, yeah, a shame, dog and pony show. In a I way. don't know why they did it. Trump officially reversed his campaign pledge to deport dreamers, undocumented immigrants. He said he, he's not going to do that now. That's a new one. In Tennessee, Christian minister Robert Doggart was sentenced to 20 years in prison over his plan to massacre Muslims in a U.S. at a New York mosque. In 2015, FBI agents discovered Doggart was stockpiling weapons and plotting to travel to upstate New York to kill Muslims using explosives, an M4 assault rifle and a machete. According to the federal investigation, Doggart saw himself as a religious warrior and wanted to kill Muslims to show his commitment to his Christian God. He was not charged with terrorism. And his sentencing judge, Curtis Collier, told him, you are not a monster. In many respects, you lived a life of honor. This is a judge talking to a man who just wanted to massacre people at a place of worship. So a militant Islamist and another part yeah. of the world just had their recruitment film. There's a wrap. Yeah, exactly. Delta Airlines and Bank of America pooled their sponsorship of the New York Public Theater's summer performance of Shakespeare's Julius Caesar because the play depicts the assassination of a Trump-like Caesar. They had a, an Obama-like Caesar in 2012 and a, and a Clinton-like Caesar. Right. This is a summer rite of passage in a lot of ways. And the whole plot or the reason that Julius Caesar exists is it's against assassination. It's right, showing you how right. things unravel. There's a big message. When you, yeah. When you use violence to get rid of violence, it doesn't work. But you got to expect it. That's the great thing about, about uh, Shakespeare. Yeah. He sees the human condition. So what's Bank of America trying to tell us in this anyway? That we ducking sh- and should covering. or shouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. And finally. Is that all right? I go there? Yeah. Ding! And finally, in Waco, Texas, a woman called 911 from a McDonald's drive through because she was upset that her chicken nuggets were taking too long. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.